GateWorld.net is proud to present a new exclusive interview with actor David Hewlett, Rodney McKay on Stargate Atlantis. We spoke with David just a few days after MGM and Sci-Fi announced that Season 5 will be the show's last. I asked David when and how he had heard the news. Here's what he said. Well, the weird, the weird thing for me was it was like one of the first days that I actually wasn't at work in like months. <laughs> like it was like this weird scheduling thing where I was in the, I was in the first scene of the day and then I was off for the rest of it. So um, uh, I literally got a phone call. I got a phone call from uh, from Joe and and Paul. And uh, it's such a weird profession this way because there's this sense that when you're doing things that it'll go on forever, but everyone knows that it it won't. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's that. Is that weird sort of duality the whole time of realizing that that while this feels like it could go on forever, it uh, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be true. And um, for viewers, it, it's it's like I mean, you guys are family, and you're our family in, in an extended yeah. kind of way. But you know, the industry is transitory. Incredibly so, and it's and it's entirely you know market driven and business driven, and and it's uh, you sort of lose track of that sometimes. I mean, I lose track. I mean, actors lose track of it. I think a lot more than anyone than other people because. You know, you you really, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to say I I, I love McKay. I mean, I just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really I think in the same way as fans, I'm going to miss him on a weekly basis. I I, uh, I really, uh, you know, I've really had an awful lot of fun doing doing that part. And I, I think, you know, they're talking about the movie stuff, and that's that's great. We'll see, you know, see what happens with that. I mean, this, you know, again, like as usual, the business has got to step in now and figure out how to make those work and everything. But yeah. but um, the film thing is a, is is wonderful a wonderful concept because you know you just get to you've just got so much more time to to get this stuff out. I mean, the weekly grind of knocking out an episode every week is is I mean, it's like we're nearing the end of the season now, and it is. I mean, it's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I don't think it's really going to sink in for me until uh, until I've had time to sort of chill out, you know? Because mm-hmm. like it's very it's 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 very odd for everyone. It's a bit like a breakup, you know. It's a bit like it's a bit like you know you're in a relationship, you're living with a woman, you're living in her house, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you have nowhere else to go for three weeks. So, so, <laughs> so you're you're basically chomping at the bit to start rearranging the furniture and stuff, but uh, you really can't because uh, because you've obviously got got work to do. So, it's definitely a very a very strange situation. So, and it's very funny to watch. I mean, funny is perhaps the wrong word, but the sort of the emotional roller coaster everyone goes through. Yeah, like, yeah. From sadness to anger to uh, you know to, to giddiness to because there's a certain. I mean, as an actor, this we didn't get into this for secure jobs. I mean, we didn't get into this to do the same thing every day. So there's a there's, you can't help but being a part of you is being sort of a little excited about the idea of the prospect of different things and, and such. But I'll tell you, it's, uh, you know, McKay is definitely one of those, is one of those characters that I, I hope is around for a long time in some yeah. way, shape, because he really is. He's just such a, such a pleasure to play. You know? He's such a great character for you. Oh, I, it really, I mean, it really, I think that's the saddest thing for me. That, and I mean, obviously the crew and stuff, uh, I really, I, it really is one of those things that that I think it's going to hit me on the hiatus. Really, just the extent of of what a dramatic change this is in one's in one's life. So yeah. obviously, you're a young guy and you've got a lot of years ahead of you. But how do you feel about <laughs> you get a lot of argument from people on that? I think. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about being remembered for McKay just as much as uh, Tom hey. Baker is remembered as Doctor Who? If if you're going to be remembered for anybody, I think McKay would be the one for it. You know, it's uh, I I. 
you know, there's always that need to go on and to move on. And, and, you know, obviously there's the hope that there will be other McKay like characters that, that yeah. the people will identify with. But I feel like for five years, I did everything I possibly could to make that character, you know, come alive. And I'm, I'm very, very proud of, of the years we've had. And, and I'm, and I'm very, very proud of the people that I've, that I've worked with and, and then the crews and, and everyone for everything they've put into this. Cause you know, when you're up there and, and, you know, McKay's running around saving the planet and stuff, it's, it's easy to forget that there's a whole infrastructure behind that, that makes that possible. Yeah. And I think they've just, you know, they've just done an incredible job. So I've got a special place in my heart for Atlantis because that was the first year that they brought me up to the set and oh, yeah? me up was, was your guys first year you were shooting. I think the first one after the pilot, and, was that the first time? Yeah, so, you know, I was all nervous and, and green, wet around the as, ears. As probably was I. <laughs> and I just remember covering the show and covering, you know, the press releases and stuff when they first started talking about Atlantis and talking about all the characters and and um, Dr., oh, what was his name? Oh, Ingram. Ingram. It was originally yeah. Ingram. Yeah, 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 Ingram, the African-American who knows? Scientist. Maybe maybe Ingram will go to universe. You know, <laughs> maybe they'll maybe they'll finally find their Ingram. Yeah. You know. But then the um, press release came out with the casting, and instead of Ingram, it said David Hewlett as Dr. Rodney McKay. And I just thought, oh, that's going to be brilliant. <laughs> what a disaster that's going to be. <laughs> it was an odd choice, and they took a risk, and I I really am glad they did. And I I, I get the sense that they are as well. I mean, I, I do. There's something very nice about coming in as a basically as a secondary character. I mean, when I came in for the pilot, it was, you know, the, the understanding was that I would probably be, you know, following Tori around and doing a couple of days here and a couple of days there, like, you know, the commander does. Basically, the commander would command and I would stand behind her and, and say, oh, my God, we're losing power. And it, <laughs> it was just so nice to have it expand into a character. Into, I mean, he really he came into his own and I feel, I feel like I sort of did as well. So it was... Um, mm. It was a, and it's the other thing I liked about Atlantis is Atlantis has this fantastic sense of humor to it. That's that SG One certainly started, but I, I really feel like Atlantis came into its own with its. It had this fantastic sort of ability to, you know, not not wink at the camera, but but basically, I, it felt very inclusionary. Like it felt like we were including the people who were watching this in in the fun, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know that you. It wasn't just about sitting there and watching these people have their adventures. It was about us sort of sharing the both the silliness and the you know and the awkwardness of basically being in space and trying to be heroic about it. <laughs> yeah. And so. Rodney came into his own early. I remember it was it was that episode. It was hide and seek where he's, yeah, that's he's right. Got the personal shield and and he's the hero at the end. Yeah. And then you got that line at the end of the episode where Shepard says, "You passed out." And you say, "Thanks for not saying the other thing." Yeah. Fainted. And again, that established the that established that uh, that, that Shepard McKay banter, which is I think such a big part of the show. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's. It's. It's been. It's been a lot of fun. It's going to be. It's going to be very, very odd without it. And I mean, I shouldn't say without it because I mean, as they say, they're they're working hard on on getting these movies together and stuff like that. But I always, I'm such a pessimist. I have to. I, I just always have to. I I can only work with what I know, and what I know right now is that yeah. we will not be back for next season. So I just have to apply myself to other things so well do you feel like atlantis has been given the short shrift at all when you're creatively on i think still on the upswing and the numbers are doing well and do you feel like the show's been sort of cut a little too soon it's it's really hard to say i don't i don't know you never know you know you never know what season six was going to be like you know i i i do understand the financial issues with with doing another another episode of, of stargate i know that that is certainly more expensive than starting up something else and and i think you know, I just I have to trust that they, that they've made the right decision. In fact, I and I don't have a choice. I mean, the reality is they've they've made their decision, so I don't uh, 
you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to question that. Would I have liked to do a season, a season six? Of course I would have, you know, I'd love to come back, you know, in, in, in my heart, I'd always sort of kind of hope that we go 10 years as well and surprise everybody. But, um, you know, I think there's, I think there's good and bad. And I think there's a possibility here for us to, to do some really neat stuff outside of the episodic arena. And I know for myself, it's, you know, this, uh, there's something really nice about the idea of actually having time to learn my lines <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to spending you know every waking hour of the of, of the season trying to you know cram those lines into my head so I think it'll be really fun to see what they what they come up with and uh, I really do hope that the that the films work out because it would uh, I think it would be a shame to see them I mean they've just spent so much time developing these characters in this in this franchise this the atlantis portion of the franchise that i yeah. think it's a shame to see it just go i you know but i i felt the same way but I, i'm i'm less surprised that atlantis is canceled than i was that sg1 was canceled frankly really? i was truly shocked when they canceled sg1 atlantis you know i understand the numbers on cables aren't as aren't as good as they used to be and not just us i mean i think everyone in general is having problems with 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 ratings these days but i know as you know that the people who watch Atlantis are, are savvy, uh, you know, savvy computer bunch that are that are going to be watching this thing either with PVRs or, or you know, through iTunes or whatever that kind of stuff. So, I I think it's it'll be nice to see it sort of grow up into a, a movie or a series of movies. I mean, that would be ideal. I'd love to come in and do a couple of movies a year. That'd be that yeah. would just be that would be perfect. That'd um, be fantastic. Tell some bigger stories. Yeah, well, that's the hope. I mean, I think that you'd have more resources to, to throw at it and, and, and hopefully come up with some exciting stuff, you know. Uh, on the downside, I suppose, if we were to do a season six, there's a good chance we may not have had the budgets we needed to make, to tell the stories you wanted to tell. Mm. You know, you don't, want, you don't want to show that every third episode is either a clip show or, a, or, you know, oh, my God, we've gone to a planet where there's nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> must stand, we must stand around and discuss nothing. So, you know, and it's, I mean, and on a purely selfish level, it's, it's nice to have some time to start, start to, you know, really pursuing the stuff that I've, that I've been working on, you know, when I can mm-hmm. while I'm working. So, you know, I say that the reality is I, I, uh, you know, I have a sneaking suspicion I'm going to miss it as much as, uh, as much as, uh, as the fans do. So, oh, yeah. That's one of the things that Brad said. I, I got on the horn on, must have been Thursday with Brad mm. and did a phone interview. The way that he explained this decision was, we really wanted to have Atlantis go out on a high while there was still enough life left in it that it would support movies because he's really committed to the movie format. That's definitely, it's, well, it just makes sense on so many levels. The, the, that model, I mean, SG-1 has proven that that's a, that's a model that, that can work. And I think, you know, I, you know, movies are exciting. I mean, they're just, it's, it's a really exciting process to come in and you know you're there for like a month or two months or whatever it ends up being and you... And, and then and then you can sort of let it go. And I think that the light at the end of the tunnel when you're shooting is really important. You know, and sometimes with episodic, and certainly with the frantic pace that we shoot uh, Atlantis at, I mean, you know, we're literally shooting two, three episodes a day sometimes. Like not obviously the whole episode, but three, mm-hmm. you know, scenes from three different film, three different episodes at the same time. Yeah. And for a character like McKay, that is that's pretty daunting, <laughs> you know? So it's like, well, it was like, what power's failing now? Um, yeah, I think you're definitely the hardest working actor in Vancouver. 
<laughs> well, you know, I think I've I found my niche, and my niche is uh, uh, is, is is unfortunately involves a lot of dialogue. I, <laughs> I we had the RDA on set the other day, which was sort of a neat sort of full circle thing. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, he was he was just he was just visiting, but but um, unfortunately, but uh, and I went up to him. And I said I said, you know, I will never forget, you know, sitting on the plane with you. And uh, I, there I was wading through this massive, massive amount of dialogue with my highlighting pen, you know, marking my lines. And I looked over and there you were with your damn two sheets of faxed paper <laughs> marking, you know, you, I, think he, I think he made two marks on the page. One of them was to cross out a line and the other one was to mark it. You know? And he just sort of turned to me and said, uh, you know, if you get them wrong, they don't give them to you anymore. <laughs> you know, if I was smart, I would have uh, I would be acting more like uh, more like RDA and, and making those cool little one liners as opposed to, you know, making these massive, you know, huge, long monologues, uh, monologues work instead. So mm-hmm. I think I, I, I deserve everything I get, I think. So, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was neat. And I, I tell you, there's there's something about having RDA say, I'm sorry, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that you won't be coming back next year. That really makes yeah. it kind of makes it worthwhile. I I. I really, I don't know why, but of everybody who said anything to me about it, I just felt like he understood more than anyone what it was like to, to, to have to walk away from a character like that. So Wow, that's great. Yeah. Uh, with Stargate Universe starting up, do you think that maybe Atlantis has suffered from a little bit of middle child syndrome? Is it, is it the Deep Space Nine <laughs> of, of Stargate? Do I have to worry about the middle child thing? Because I mean, now that we've got the children thing, I have to worry about you know, if we have another one. Is it going to have that syndrome thing? Yeah. I, you know, I, no. I mean, I think I think the thing about Atlantis was Atlantis came in, and I think you know, personally, if I was on SG One and Atlantis showed up, I would not be that thrilled. You know, in the same way that a kid, you know, when you when you have your second kid and the second kid is taking all the attention, I think you know SG One. You know, I think it was. I think it would have been much stranger for the SG One people. And I was always very conscious of the fact that, um, and I tried very cl- to make it very clear, you know, how how beholden we were to them for for establishing this stuff and these characters and stuff. No, I think Atlantis. I think Atlantis came into its own, and I think Atlantis got it. It, it got the attention it deserved. I, I, I don't feel that. Uh, I don't. I don't feel. I, I think you know what would have honestly. I think would have been harder for people, and purely on an. I think on an ego and an in an ego way. I think it would have been very difficult for us to be doing Atlantis season six while they were also shooting a new show because uh, that's just got to be weird. It's got to be. It's got to be really strange because obviously the attention is going to be on the um, uh, on on the new show and what they do with it. The thing about Stargate, Stargate, and I, I apply this to all of them. Stargate has this. Uh, it's sort of a rabbit in the hair type thing. You know, it's it's just. It's just been delivering these consistently good science fiction with 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 a heart and and with humor, and I, I think that mm-hmm. that's not always the sexiest thing that month. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this, but we've seen so many other sci-fi shows come and go. You know that have all been very you know very well you know highly acclaimed and highly watched, and then they disappear again. And I think there's something to be said for that. Just basically the hard work, you know what I mean. And I think that Stargate is Stargate is a perfect example of you know of just consistent you know good work. Yeah, just <laughs> you know? keeping it up day in and day out for that's it. going on you know? twelve, thirteen years now. Well, and not trying to be anything. I, mean, I think there's a danger to tr- of trying to be new for the sake of being new. I mean, I think there's science fiction. <laughs> science fiction is not a new genre. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it, it is strangely very old fashioned in some ways, you know, it, it deals with the future, but it's, it's heart always is always about the people, you know, that, that it's dealing with, you know, it's always about how, how those, those changes in the world relate to the people in it. And I think that that's something that Stargate's always been incredibly good at, at delivering. Yeah. 
not to say that I don't watch a lot of other sci-fi. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff there that I, that I love as well. But, um, you know, it's, uh, I think Stargate is a, it really is a, a unique creature. And, uh, you know, I, I, I keep saying this to Jane, I like, I don't, I don't think it's over for McKay yet. I think we've got, I think there's a, I think there's some more, I think I've got a few more McKay, a few more McKay years in me. So yeah, for sure. In, in some way, shape or form. Well, when the okay. show gets ready, it, it may be dinner theater. I mean, it may be, you know, McKay, <laughs> McKay dinner theater of some sort, you know. When the show wraps up uh, in January, will Rodney have a happy ending? (laughs) Um, I I have to confess that I actually haven't read the last episode yet. I'm I've been I'm afraid I've been a little bit uh, overwhelmed with uh, with line learning. So I'm I'm basically I've just read Vegas, which is really interesting and an absolute departure. I mean, it's it's one of those ones that I think if you're flicking channels, it's going to take you take you a few minutes to figure out that this is that this is Atlantis. Yeah. Um, Are you going to go down to Vegas with those guys? I don't think I go to Vegas. No, no, I'm afraid uh. I do a lot of talking and it's all inside. So my, my hunch is I'm probably not going to Vegas. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's just Joe, you know, now on the, on the, on the plus side is that by not going to Vegas, it means that I'm rapping almost, you know, three weeks earlier than Joe is. So right, right. I think, uh, you know, I'll call him on a daily basis and tell him how much fun I'm having. Good, good. That's important. You know? Yeah, it is. Or tell him what I had for lunch. He loves that too. <laughs> Any thoughts then on what you're going to be doing next year in addition to the movie? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's definitely, you know, we've definitely sort of started started things up, pursuing some of the stuff we've started so far. There's, I'm hoping to have some some news that I can share with you guys certainly in the next couple of weeks because there there is uh, one one thing in particular that I'm that I'm rather excited about. Cool. But there's definitely a number of there's definitely a number of things. I I, I would very much like to to concentrate on on some of my own stuff. Yeah. But that'll also just depend on, you know, we'll probably end up down in Los Angeles again. So we'll see what's what's going on down there and, you know, what uh, whether they need any any, uh, you know, Hewlett types for their uh, for their various and sundry television shows. Mm-hmm. So I'm also just going to take some time off because I just I can't wait to spend some time with uh, with, with with the Baz. <laughs> Jane's Jane's in the background doing her little dance. Jane Jane was surprisingly not too upset about the fact that that i didn't have to go back next year yeah i mean you know i mean she obviously she is but 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 at the same time i think there's it's uh you know it's it's amazing yeah it's amazing it's amazing how how nice it is to uh, the prospect of actually being able to see your son on a daily basis as opposed to missing him because he's not up in the morning early enough and 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 he's asleep again by the time i get home so yep but uh, yeah, for next year, who knows? I mean, it's it's the acting thing, right? You never really know what's you never know what you, where you never you never know where you're going to be. I mean, look, five years ago, I assumed that uh, this character named Ingram was going to be playing, you know, was 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 going to be the part, and and that I was literally just hoping I might be able to do a guest star once in a while. So it was quite a shock to me yeah. to get cast in the first place, uh, and it's been a, a lovely surprise for five years, basically. Yeah. So uh, so who knows? Who knows what could happen next? I mean, it's that's the that really is the thing that excites me most about this industry and this profession is that you just you just never know i mean we could be who knows where we could be next year i mean that's and and that's that's a kind of a cool way to live your life i gotta say i mean it's one of those it's kind of the way i i, I dreamt it would be and it's and and uh, but it's both it's the double-edged sword of of, uh, of being in this industry is that you you really just it can change with one phone call it's like winning a lottery it's every time you go in for an audition you're basically buying a ticket and and that ticket can can take you anywhere and and uh, and make you anything basically so 
You definitely have a very positive attitude about it. Meanwhile, <laughs> fans are rending their garments and I know. I feel I, I feel really badly. I'd buy you know. a beer if I was there. <laughs> at least. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend that I'm that I'm not upset about it because yeah. I you know, because I am. But uh, at the same time, I mean, you have two choices, right? I mean, you can either you can either uh, pick up and carry on, or you can wallow. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wallow about it. And God knows, I get enough emails from people you know around the world who who talk about Stargate and tell them how it's helped them move on with their various and sundry problems with their lives. And uh, I think the, you know, the best thing to do is, is is to follow that example. And I mean, it's uh, it's it's a good thing. You have to look at the good side of these things because because otherwise you're you're stuck in the past the whole time. 